1: It's very hard to overcome those kind of traumas, those kind of betrayals that we carry around with us. So you just work on it, you know, you practice. Loving-kindness practice, like Sharon Salzberg teaches in Buddhist meditation. Very powerful, very powerful, and it really helps us to unwind our stuff.
2: Mm Yeah. Hail Ram Ram
1: Wondering why Ramdas has Ramdas's name has two s's, and other devotee
3: names have one, and it's very simple. Ramdas spelled his name wrong. He was told the wrong way from the very beginning. In Hindi, it's one s, so why it has
1: two s's? I have no idea. But you know, in, in India, everything is funky, and and
3: you can make it up as you go. So two s's is just as good but no better. Uh. Black and white picture, where? Next to Miss, sorry. uh. How can I fully let go and forgive those who hurt me? Well, take some practice, that's for sure. And patience with oneself. Once we're hurt, we carry that with us like a precious jewel. We protect it,
1: we cuddle it, we keep it safe, and we're always nurturing it and nursing our wounds. It's just the way we are. So to start thinking about forgiveness and kindness and compassion is very hard for us in 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 a very real way it's easy to start thinking about it but it's very difficult to actually for that to actually go deep inside and unwind all that trauma that we carry around so having the desire to do that to, to forgive the people who we believe have hurt us is is a very powerful aspiration just to have that i mean most people don't think like that once we have an enemy that person is our enemy and we're out to get them we never think about forgiveness so
3: uh one has to really recognize that most of the time The people who have hurt us have also been hurt. And they are
1: transmitting that pain outward in all directions. Uh, It may seem like we are the ones they are wanting to hurt,
3: but they probably hurt a lot of people. We all do out of our own pain. So when you see that, When you really see that a person can't help themselves but create suffering for themselves,
1: it's very, it it actually hurts us. I mean, you see people who are just doing terrible things. And yeah, first we we might have righteous anger and think that we know what's
3: best and we're right in our feelings. But ultimately, suffering is suffering. And... uh, It's very hard to overcome those kind of traumas, those kind of betrayals that
1: we carry around with us. So you just work on it, you know, you practice. Loving-kindness practice, like Sharon Salzberg teaches in Buddhist meditation.
3: Very powerful, very powerful, and it really helps us to unwind our stuff. And of course, spiritual practice in general, the more you do it, the, the deeper
1: you allow yourself to open and feel kindness and compassion for others, the less we uh, identify with that kind of, the hurts. It's just part of life, and it's a, it's a process of growing up. We have to grow up and mature. So as the fruit of our hearts is ripened
3: and gets sweeter, uh, those pains are left behind. But there's no button you can push to
1: make it go away like this. It's the fruit of practice
3: that forgiveness and kindness and compassion open us up. What is attachment? It's not good. I love my child, my husband, my family. How could we love without attachment? Well, for the ego, it's not easy to love without attachment. The ego is nothing but attachment.
1: I, me, mine. That's what the ego is. It's all about me, my relationships, the people that I get things from, the people I do
3: things for, my little world, my family, my posse, my. So attachment is, is, uh, is like poison. It ruins love. Love doesn't come and go. Love is who we are, but when we are dependent on other people
1: for affection, when we are dependent on other people to make us feel good, that we're stuck with that, and if we don't get it, it feels bad. If we lose it, it feels bad, so
3: we cling to it, but actually, that doesn't help. We think it does because we're afraid. And um, it's very hard to go into the love uh, that lives within us because
1: we're so used to looking for things outside of ourselves. I remember once I was very much in love with someone and I was telling my Indian father, Mr. Tuwari, who was a great yogi, uh, telling all about this woman and he let me go on and on and on. When I finally finished,
3: he said, my boy. He said, relationships out of business. I hated him for that. But then he said, do your business. Enjoy. But love, he said, love lasts
1: 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. It doesn't come and go. It's, it's all the time. Our true nature is love within us.
3: But we don't know that. So we're always trying to find something outside. That's attachment. And we think about ourselves all the time. That's attachment. And everything revolves around us. What we want, what we need, what we are afraid of, what we, this, and me, 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 me. That's the play of attachment. and. The problem is that it's not real love. It doesn't last. Real love is who we are. So, for instance, when you're in a relationship, if you need that person to be who you want them to be, you're not letting them be who they are. So you're holding them in a shape that you can relate to And that you can get something from. Ultimately, that person is, is not that shape
1: that you're trying to hold on to. And once they recognize, once they start to feel constricted and claustrophobic, then they turn, they'll move away from that whole, that, and then you, the relationship breaks up. But if we let a person be who they are, And don't try to change them and accept them. That's a lot closer to real love.
3: And that's a lot less attachment. You allow a person to be who they are. You can't chain people to your heart. You might be able to chain them to the bed, but you can't chain them to your heart. Would I still benefit from repeating the Hanuman Chalisa if I learned and repeated it in English? Yes, you will. Uh, you will. There's, uh, I learned it in India. Uh, I wanted to learn it in Hindi. Uh, we didn't even think about learning it in English in those days. Uh, and so, if you do learn it in English, that's very good. Uh, because you're connecting deeper and deeper with the meaning of it. And you're connecting more deeply with, with Hanuman. You know, I, I think there must be some other types of benefits in learning it in Hindi
1: don't worry about it do what's natural to you and see what happens but learning in english is fine and there is an english version of it written composed at the time when we were learning it in india ramdas asked this uh westerner who was with us who spoke perfect hindi and been in india a long time to um to translate it for us so we would know what we're singing <laughs> Uh, and he did, and it's very beautiful. Um, there is a link some there. It's on, you know, John Seskovich. It's on his site. I forget what his site is.
3: Uh, but there's definitely, it's up there. We'll we'll post it as soon as we can. Is that it? Somebody posted a thing there. Is that it? Okay, good. So there's a, a link there. Let's just
1: post it on the chat. And you will see it there. And then you probably can find
3: the, the, a written translation of it there. So, remember, when we sing Hanuman Chalisa, we're trying to connect with Hanuman, with Maharaji. So, for me, when I sing it in Hindi, I know what I'm singing because I've been doing it for
1: 50 years. But if you're just starting, the English is fine. And that will connect you with Hanuman. But remember also, it's not only this Hanuman, who we really don't know what Hanuman is, but there's
3: Maharaji, who is Hanuman. And that's more understandable by our our human uh, coordinates. So when you do it,
1: the Hanuman Chalisa, you're making an offering to Maharaji of every verse,
3: every line, and you're trying to connect with with him and Hanuman. No difference between the two. Somebody asked me about my meditation practice. This is what. This is it. Chanting is my main
1: practice. And we've talked about chanting. We've talked about how it works and how to approach it the way I approach it. There are other ways of approaching it. There are ways that utilize visualization and uh, holding something in your mind at the time. I don't, I prefer in my practice to Concentrate and be aware of the sound of the names that I'm singing. And when I notice that I, drifting, I've drifted away and I'm fantasizing about this or remembering that or something, something, then I simply come back to the sound of the names. I find
3: that to work for me the best way at this point in my life. So that's what I share with other people.
1: One has to develop the ability to pay some attention to what one is doing. There's no
3: question about that. You have to figure out what will help you the best to do that. How does one seek peace when someone's lifestyle is 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. work? Well, That still leaves 12 hours. How do you spend that other 12 hours? You can always find some time to chill and to relax and to let go. Even if it's just a few minutes, you can always find some time. How much time do you waste online? How much television do you watch? How many
1: dinners do you go out and Spend hours bullshitting with your friends.
3: There's always time to sit down and do a little practice. So uh, try to find that time. And
1: the effort you put in, even if it's five minutes, the effort that you put in to cultivate being present and, and repeating the name or doing whatever meditation practice you do, that will go through your day. And as you go through your 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., you might find yourself being less reactive. You might find yourself being more present. You might find yourself lighter, less tired. All kinds of things happen. But you yourself have to find some time to chill. And there are plenty of techniques for there's a lot of talk about being aware, mindful during the day. That's very difficult for us, for beginners, because our minds are completely gone all the time. We're living in dreamland. We're not here at all. So to think that we can be mindful during the day while we're busy, uh, it's not so easy. I would suggest finding five or ten minutes during the day to sit your ass down and calm down.
3: And stop making excuses that you don't have time. You better find the time. Because if you don't plant the seeds of the things you want, peace, where will you find them? Nowhere. How should one go about making a difficult decision When neither option seems better than the other, you just have to be patient and try to follow. Try to really listen to what 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 you really feel. Don't think about the future. Think about how you feel about each position
1: or each each. uh, Option, as you say.
3: And then finally, if, if you can't really be clear, just one or the other and see what happens. Uh, one has to learn to listen to one's heart. One has to figure out what one really wants in life and how to dive deeper into the ocean. And,
1: and deeper than all the waves of our thoughts and emotions,
3: we have to find a way to live in a, in a more whole, wholesome way, a more sincere way. Somewhere in there, there's, uh, you'll find the answer. And if it's really not clear, just
1: you have to try one of them. We'll see what happens. You'll learn if it was the
3: best thing for you or not. Then you can try the other one. Uh, or try not
1: making a choice right away and seeing what happens. Seeing what the next day brings and the next
3: day. It, you know, these are things that we have to figure out in our own lives. What was Maharaji
1: trying to tell... Kamala Mukherjee, about Dada being his Dada. Nobody knows.
3: Dada means elder brother. So, I don't know if all of you know that story.
1: When, when Maharaji first came to Dada's house,
3: his name was Sudhir Mukherjee. They didn't call him Sudhir, he called him Dada. It's,
1: who knows, maybe in some previous life, Sudhir Mukherjee was Dada's, was
3: Maharaji's elder brother. But, and since Maharaji knows all that, he decided to call him that. But it's funny,
1: Dada's wife wouldn't call him that at first. Then finally Maharaji had to
3: say, if he's my Dada, he's your Dada too. <laughs> I don't know, nobody understands Maharaji. What is a useful practice to develop knowledge and wisdom courageously? Everything we're doing here is that. Wisdom
1: is our is within us. Knowledge, true knowledge is within us. And when we do these practices, when we chant, we're
3: moving more deeply into our true nature, little by little. And that's where the wisdom and the knowledge is. So there's no, I mean, there's, there's no secret
1: techniques that I know of that's going to give you everything you want right away. You have to start doing some practice. You have to kind of start paying attention, calming the mind down. There's no option there. You have to, otherwise you don't get any peace then you're constantly being reactive all day long, bouncing off of this and that.
3: You have to go find, we have to find a way to go to quiet ourselves down first. That's the first step. How did I deal? Somebody's asking me how I dealt with the world after Maharaji dropped his
1: body and my world felt like it was falling apart. It didn't feel like it was
3: falling apart. It actually fell apart. (laughs) It was horrible. I was totally screwed. Totally depressed. Totally in despair. I figured I'd never be happy again. Really happy. I'd never feel that love again i was wrong but that's what i felt at the time and i felt that for many years actually i felt that for 12 years or 11 years and that's a long time to feel like life is over and you're just going through the motions because you could never find that love again it was pretty brutal and caused a lot of people suffering,
1: a lot of people around me interacting with this guy who was a wreck inside. And maybe I w- didn't always look like a wreck or feel like a wreck to other people, but inside I had, I had given up all hope. I'd lost all hope. I hadn't given it up. I had lost it. And it was only when I,
3: through Maharaji's grace that I began to come back alive and eventually get a hold of his hand again which I had let go up in my despair. What is the role of doubt
1: or questioning? Are we supposed to question the practices and the stories of these
3: great beings? I mean, are you supposed to So, the stories about the great beings. So, are you supposed to question them?
1: It doesn't matter if you question them or you don't question them. If you don't believe them,
3: then, you know, just move on to something else. But, the reason you don't believe them is because you don't believe, you don't know who you are.
1: And so you can't imagine that anybody else could. And because we are locked in our senses and our thoughts and emotions, we can't see miracles. But all those miracles that these great
3: beings have, that these miracles follow them around like, like pets. And they're always happening.
1: I can tell you personally, everything you read about Maharaji is true. Whether you believe it or not, that's up to you. Well, it's not actually up to you, it's up to your karmas. Whether your karmas are going to allow you to have enough
3: faith to do some practice and save your own ass. And connect to something deeper than you. So, you can question all you want. But at some point, you have to suspend disbelief
1: in order to do some practice and see if it, it works for you. If you automatically say, ah, nothing's going to work, that's all bullshit, and you never do any practice, and you never do any sadhana, and you don't connect to some great being or a deeper part of yourself, uh, well, yeah, of course, then you won't be happy. You won't find what you need to find in life. So the, it's... You should question you you know you, you should you should pay attention and be uh, really listen to your heart about things and see what might work for you and but there's there's nothing wrong with questioning, but at some point, if you're so locked
3: into the intellect that you can't let anything else happen in your life, well, then nothing else will happen if you're so locked into your version of what reality is and can't
1: allow it to expand in any way, well, fine, then you're, le- you're left with your own version. And probably your own version is not very happy. So the suffering that you feel, the unhappiness that you feel, the lack of satisfaction that you have will force you to look for some way to overcome that. But on the other hand, if you
3: don't believe it's possible, you'll never do anything. And then what? Then nothing will happen. So, as far as stories of beings, I guarantee you, everything that you read about
1: Maharaji is actually true. Those things happen. I saw many of those things myself and heard stories firsthand from the people
3: whose lives had been changed and transformed. People who'd been saved from calamities, people who'd been saved from sickness and disease, all kinds of things. So at some point, you'll have to recognize that your own tightness of intellectual, judgmental mind, It's a prison that you're stuck in, and you'll have to find a way out of it. Can I share a meal prayer? Well, you know... Back in the day,
1: we were uh, invited to uh, take food at uh, this devotee's house in Allahabad, not too far from Dada's house. And and so there was this little courtyard in in the middle of the house, and all the Westerners sat around the edge of it, and Maharaji was on his tucket in the middle of the courtyard. And Mrs. Soni, the, the, the... the wife of mr sony mr and mrs sony owned the house mrs sony was standing with maharaji and ramdas had been taught a prayer to offer the food and he passed that on to us so all of the westerners recited this prayer together and it's a prayer that's done when you offer food into a a, a yug the fire ceremony one of the part of the prayers Part of the fire ceremony where food is offered into this into the fire and it's transformed and theoretically it's believed that the gods partake of it as the food is transformed from physical into vapor so to speak so we recited this prayer before the food and maharaji just turned to mississonia and said ma this is a real yagya a real Fire
3: ceremony, and it's true because well, there's many, but the fire, the Agni,
1: fire, is also the the digestion. The in Ayurveda, the fire of digestion, and so we're offering that food into that fire of digestion, where it's transformed into energy. So the the prayer is Brahma Panam. Brahma havir Brahma agni brahmano hortam Brahma Brahma karma samadina means Brahma Brahma the food is is god is Brahma Brahma havir the offering is is god the one who offers is god and the one who knows that all is god ghost God that's essentially what it means in a simple way so maybe so there it is unbelievable brahmārpanam brahmāhaviyya brahmāgnam ganta brahmāyvatan gantavyam karma samādina
3: so there it is in the chat you can get it from there so yeah that's that How do you let go of your children who don't want to make peace and stay estranged? Well, I don't know. Uh, You have to ask yourself, how did this happen in the first place? Why are they estranged? They must have been hurt. They were angry, obviously. Why are they angry? What happened? Only you know so but aside from that if they don't want to reconnect what can you do what you can do is try to find a way in in your own heart of opening to them in your own feelings and surrounding them with love and holding them in your heart and trying to uh, release your own reactions to the situation. And as you find that you find more peace, then
1: anything is possible. They might feel that you, whatever it is that caused the situation is no longer there, and perhaps they will seek to reconnect, but there's no guarantee. But the pain you feel about the situation is within you, and it's your job to work on that. You can't work on another person. You can only work on yourself. So do whatever you can and whatever you have to do to find that place inside and that love inside again that's free from anger and free from
3: emotional manipulations and trauma and all that and then maybe something can happen and try to let them know that you're available if and when they want to come more than that i don't know what else you can do pray you can pray Can I comment on Maharaji saying that Hanuman and Jesus are the same? Um, I don't know what to say. here. That's what he said. You know, Hanuman is the connection to Ram.
1: You could say Ram is father and Hanuman is son in the sense that. In Christianity, it's through the son that you come to the father. That's that flow of grace that connects you to the supreme. And in, in India, that in this way, this lineage, Hanuman is that, that
3: flow of grace through which you connect to the supreme. So it's different names, different cultures different vocabulary, different language. But
1: in, underneath all that, it's the same thing. It's the soul connecting through love to the, 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 the great soul, which is
3: the one, which is the Father. So that's what I could say about that. Whether it's true or not, we'll see. Are we
1: doing, really doing the best we can? Be honest. Somebody's asking me to be honest.
3: Well, I'll be honest. Yeah, we're doing the best we can. It fucking sucks, but it's the best we can do, unfortunately. We're ruining this world. We're ruining the earth.
1: We're using up all the energy and polluting everything. We're killing, apparently, billions of animals a year to feed ourselves. Torturing them and murdering them in the worst ways. Just
3: to eat we're screwing around with everything on the planet politically it's disaster climatic the
1: climate is a disaster but that's the best we can do and it sucks right
3: if we could do better you would think we would but we can't can we that's the that's the news and it's horrific it's horrible On the other hand, we can't let it destroy our hearts. We must find a way
1: to stay open and stay positive and take that positivity
3: into the world and do whatever we can to relieve suffering. But we're doing the best we can. We can't do anything else. We can't do any better at this point in our lives. And if we could, then that would be the best we can. That that line, we're doing the best we can, doesn't mean that that we're doing very well. Not at all. But the reality is, this is what we got. We're all screwed up, relatively, but we're doing the best we can. So somebody's asking, I've heard the story of you giving prasad to
1: my mother, my mother, at the airport. It wasn't giving prasad. Maharaji asked me to worship
3: my mother at the airport. To worship my parent, my mother, at the airport when she was on her way home. My mother and I had a very difficult relationship. And... Maharaji asked me to get on my knees and worship her at the airport, do puja to
1: her at the airport, which I did. It didn't involve prasad as such, which means food or giving or taking something. Can you do that with people around me? That's the, you're asking me, can I do that with people around me? Um,
3: who's that? I thought I put this on. I got it. I got it. It's supposed to be on supposed to be on Do Not Disturb. Uh, Can you do that? Well, I don't know. You really want to get on your
1: knees uh, at uh, Grand Central Station and, and worship your husband or your mother or your father in Grand Central Station with thousands of people walking around?
3: Better to do it in your heart and make it real in your heart. And then you can do it all the time with anyone and you can try to see the god the love that lives in everyone in that person
1: the soul not the role that that person has played but who that person
3: really is and then you can bow to that that's much more useful than banging your knees around on the ground Is waking up at 3 or 4 a.m. truly the
1: magic hour for spiritual awakening? I wouldn't know. I don't wake up at 3 or 4 a.m. <laughs> Ask somebody who does.
3: They say it is, but you know. They say it is. All right, that's it for today. When you go to sleep at 2, 2.30 or 3, it's very hard to
1: get up at 4, which is... Musician's Hours.
2: prapansha shantata ramamba tejas Uh, Namah Shivaya Irija Sankara Namah Shivaya Harum Namah Shivaya Om Namah Shivaya Om Namah Shivaya. Om Namah Shivaya. Shambhu Shankara Namah Shivaya. Hare Jai Namah. Arunachal Diva Namah Shivaya Arunachala Diva Shivaya Namasthe Shiva. Shambhu Shankara Namasthe. Shiva. Hare Hare Shambhu-sankara-namas-shivaya Dirija-sankara-namas-shivaya shivaya arun shivaya om Shambhu Sankara Namah Shivaya Rijasankara Namah Om Shankarana Namah Shivae, Namah Shiva, Om Namah Shambhu Shangara Namah Shivaya. Hreja Shangara Namah Shivaya. Shambhu Ngaru Shivaya Dijashankara Namah Shivaya Arun Om Namah Shivaya Ya Shankara Namah Shivaaya Chaura Namah Shivaaya Ya Shankara Namah Shivaaya O Sambu sangar namah shivaya Gireja sangar namah shivaya Sambu sangar namah shivaya Gireja sangar namah shivaya parn Saroja Raja nijam nam karu sudane varno lagupa damaja su choda kupal chari tanujan pavan kumasiara vidya de mohi haro kalees beka syavarana chanda Gunasaga jay sharanam Ujaga gyan gun sag chek anjani putra pavana a Pajarangi, rub kham bajrangi gummat nawar ummat ke chitta at bajarur, Shankara Suvan Kesarinanda Tejapratapa Mahajagaband Vidyavan Guni Atichatu Rama Kajakari Beko Atu Prabhucarita Suni Beko Rasiya Ramalakana Sita सूक्ष्म रूप दड़स यां दिखावा विकट रूप दड़ लंका जराव हिम असुर संहार Mamma Priya Bharatae Sama Bai Asabadan to Maroja Sagam Asakai Shri Patti Kantala Gam Sannaka de Kabrahma de Munis Saita Hisa Yamakuber de Kapal Jahante Rabbi ko bidakaya sake kahante, Tumapupakar sugri wainkin, Ramamelaya rajapadadin, Tumaramantla bibishanamana, Lankeshwarabhai sabha jagajan, Uggasahasva jojana parabana, miliyon ta imdur palajan ab udre kamale mukmahi chal dilange gay achraj nahi jagat anugrah tumre tete ram duware Putana Agya Binnu Pezaare Sab Sukla hai Tumhari Sharana Tumhara Chakka Kahu Kodaran Appan Teja Samaro Ape Tino Loka Hanka Tenkaampe Dutapis jabna naam sunawe nasero gahre sab pher jab ta nirantar hanumat bir sankat te hanuman churawe man kham bachan tan tinake Oraman orata joko sove amita jivana charam yuga partappa tumara, he parta jagatu jiyara, sadhu santa ke tumarako var, Asht-siddhin-o-nidhi-khe-da-ta asavar deen ajan ramara sayan tum are pa ho ragupati ke da sa tum are bha janam janam ke duk bhisar ave antakala ragu Chahan mahare bhakt kahai Or devata chitna darai Hanumata se sarava sukha karai kate mitte sabh Josumere hanumata balabira Je je gosai Krapa karo guru deva kinai. Yo satabara patakara koi. Shutahibandi mahasuko. Joya paparehanuman chalisa. Joya siddhisaki gharisa. Tulasi das sada hari ke jenaat the hardai mahander bhavana tanaya sankat harana mangalam murti rup ram sita baso sura bhoopa tyavara naam chan Marutanandan Sakala Mangala Moolanekandan Mangala Muruti Sakala Shri Ram Jaya Ram Jaya Ram Ram Shri Ram jaya Ram jaya jaya Ram Shri jai Ram Jai Ram jai Ram Shri jai Ram Jai Ram Jai Jai Ram Shri Ram jai Ram jai Ram jai Ram jai Ram, jai jai Ram. Ram Jayaraye che Ram Jay Jay Ram Jai Ram Jay Jay Hanuman Sankatam, Mochan Kupane Da He Ram Jai Ram 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 Chesiyanam je Baba sankatam Sankhattam uchchana krupa nidha Chesiyanam je Baba Karunasagar krupa nidha Jai Ram, jai jai Ram Ram jai Ram jai Ram jai Ram jai Ram Shri Ram jai Ram jai Ram jai Ram jai Ram Ram
1: if we know anything about a path at all, if we know there might be a way to live in this world in a good way, with an open heart and without fear, if we know about that, it's only because of the great beings that have gone before us. Out of their love, out of their kindness, They left some footprints for us to follow. So, in the same way that they wish for us, in the same way that they wish for us, we wish that all beings everywhere, all of us, be safe, that all of us be happy, that all of us have good health and enough to eat, And may we all live in peace and that ease of heart, at ease of heart, with whatever comes to us in life.